Taste it. Hey, what's on your plate? Is it good? Is it great? Come on, don't hesitate. Sit on down with the unbougie food When you're cooking at home, wanna set the right tone? Just pick up the phone. Sit on down with the unbougie food Good morning, good morning, Twin Cities. This is Wesley Wright, your unbougie foodie. Thank you so much for taking the time uh, to sit down with me this morning. Um, I'm going to, one, first off, thank you all so much for tuning in uh, this morning. Uh, It is a nice little brisk Saturday morning. Uh, but uh, it's a wonderful time to learn about some traditions and new food. Um, and I'll say from Mexican culture, actually. So we'll be going into that a little bit further. I have some guests coming in. And I can't wait for them to arrive as well. Uh, I am also on Facebook Live. So if you're interested and you want to actually see the inner workings a little bit, definitely join us on facebook live but if you're riding around the city or if you're just relaxing at home and just want to hear some uh, interesting conversation about food please join us here on 104.7 fm weqylp st paul hear the show the unbougie foodie it is a show about food uh and what better time to talk about it when we are entering we are approaching the holiday season and, uh, you know, I want to definitely have this conversation uh, with you as a community. Uh, we have so our community is so diverse. And so I want to be able to extend this so much out and uh, to you all so that you have an opportunity to uh, to join in on the conversation or even have your in- input, um, share your thoughts either by visiting the radio station and we talk about what type of foods uh you especially on the holidays that you have um you know for your culture uh in in the community for you but let me give you some social uh, media information which is for myself it is the unbougie foodie that you could find on um facebook on instagram it is the unbougie foodie uh and then uh, twitter is at unbougie foodie now, interestingly enough, um, before we even get into the the whole subject of you know tradition, specifically the subject of pan de muerto, uh, it is a, a great day to get out and do some food stuff. And I have to I have to plug this. Um, <laughs> I really have to plug this. Um, 
this event that's actually going on, um, our station manager Glow is just out there in in the in the community and just doing some really wonderful stuff. So there is an event that is currently going on uh, that is called the Blackout. So if you are not familiar with what the Blackout is, it really is a uh, an opportunity for folks to get together and support black businesses. Uh, Glow uh, and his organization, um, and I love it, it's uh, Pack Material. They are sponsoring this, uh, sponsoring this event, and it is. I will tell you exactly. I've been talking about it for the past few weeks, <laughs> if you would. But it is located at six five five Fairview Avenue North. That's in Saint Paul, uh, Minnesota five five one zero four. Um, it is going to be from 12 to 6 p.m. today. But once again, uh, there is it's a great uh, event uh, that is bringing together a number of different African-Americans or just people, period, in general, just people. But, you know, so everyone is welcome. It's just that it's called the blackout because you're supporting black businesses and want folks to come out and know that, um, you know, the support is important within the community so we invite you to that he invites you to that um you'll definitely enjoy some wonderful wonderful food so right i'm literally leaving the radio station and going directly over there um to uh, join the event because there are some awesome food vendors that are going to be there and hmm I am the one that is actually going to be interviewing them. So I'm so excited about that. And I really want to uh, invite you all to, you know, on behalf of um, uh, just Glow himself and uh, the organization. But again, it's the Blackout. It's called the Blackout 3. It's going to be at the Commotion Center uh, for Movement in St. Paul. Once again, that address is 655 Fairview Avenue North, and that's in St. Paul, 55104. So uh, I just want to, again, give that that shout out. Be prepared because there's going to be some wonderful vendors that will have clothing and artistry and just you'll really enjoy yourself. And within that time period, you know, I'm just going to say that 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 what it's a it's a four letter word it's begins with the letter r and ends with the letter n uh it's water that comes from the sky uh either in the regular wet form or the frozen form we are we are we're supposed to be having that today i don't know when i'm actually hoping that that is not the case today but uh again i want to um invite you out so that you'll have an opportunity to to go um man it was so <laughs> i'm i'm jumping around because it, i'm a little flustered this morning only because this we we had such a wonderful uh, time recording the show cuz the show was supposed to be recorded and so we had just to switch gears and 
switching gears means that everything basically that we talked about last night, we want to bring that same energy and information to you because um, they gave me so much insight on understanding about Dia de los Muertos, um, about the, the food preparation or the presentation, I should say, for honoring those that have um, passed on. Uh, it is a very important tradition and um, event uh, for those of Latin or Mexican culture uh, because it is it is a part of we all have someone that have actually passed away or we've lost someone and by giving them the honor and respect on certain days specific on specifically on certain days um, means so much and to hear it come from individuals my friends that are um, that have that Mexican heritage and is a part of the the culture uh, they they describe it so well they uh, put it in a way that helps others understand why this day is so important to them. It also is uh, helpful to understand as well. You know those sugar skulls that you you actually see probably a lot of times at in Mexican Mexican um, uh, mercados or, or supermarkets, uh, especially around the, the holiday season, like end of uh, October, early November, and so forth. Um, they might look very beautiful they are very beautiful but to you to someone that is not of that culture they might feel oh well wow this is just um it's pretty it's and it looks really ornate and and some it really does actually mean something um to individuals of the uh, of mexican culture that it they could definitely explain it so much better than i can uh, but the research that I've done, the um, a bit of research that I've done, it uh, it really is to honor um, all those to folks that have you know individuals, family members, um, loved ones uh, that have uh, passed away, and uh, it represents uh, something very uh, near and dear and emotional at times to folks. Um, so please stick around. I really would love for you to uh, gain a little bit more um, additional knowledge about that um, for, you know, because of this time that we're we're in, uh, you know, we're heading into Halloween, uh, but Thanksgiving, all these different holidays. So it's just something to think about. Uh, that brings up a very important comment topic if you would um as i'm you know uh waiting for them to arrive uh still want to share with you uh you know listeners someone mentioned how you know holiday uh foods uh, and traditions um there's an event called i believe it's a tamalada uh and Someone from uh, the community um, that I'm getting to to know and appreciate uh, for their involvement in what they do for their community. Uh, there is an event that they actually do. It's 
I believe it's like eight years that they've been doing it, but you know, because of the pandemic, they won't be able to do it. I believe, um, yeah, I, I believe it is done by uh, El Burrito Mercado, and I so <laughs> I'm gonna give her a shout out, Miss um, Melissa Silva. Thank you so much for your suggestion. Um, it is actually something uh, that um, has been on my mind and definitely uh, something that Marcella um, Herrera, my friend, my family member, um, that has mentioned it and said, hey, you know, this is something that really needs to be uh, talked about and shared within the community. Uh, so we want you or we're encouraging you really to reach out uh, to El Burrito Mercado so that they'll have an opportunity to hear, um, you know, about their their community, their culture uh, on air, uh, being shared with uh, other individuals within the community so that, you know, folks know, folks are aware. Uh, so that that's coming. That is definitely coming. That is going to. Oh, see, now that she we're going so, so she's going extending herself so, so much. There's so much more I want to talk about on that. But I'm, I really want to wait for Marcella and and uh, her husband, Walter, uh, to arrive as well. But in the meantime, uh, I, I believe I, I didn't leave the phone number so let me give you the phone number too because i would love for you all to call in with your your thoughts your opinions that number to call in and share is 651-200-3479 i am going to give you my (laughs) just again it's a high level overview if you would of uh Muerto, and it is I'd say it's at a level of it's at a surface level, you know. Anyone could go and look up, you know, something on Google. And but when you are when it's part of your life, it's been your life experience. Um, it's very, it's different. Uh, to yeah, it's it's different to just say something or describe it in some in a particular way that. You know, Wikipedia or Google will will have it displayed uh, or described. But for technical issues, it's been technical issues all morning. <laughs> uh, but that's the that's the type of life we live when we have when we have a live show. So bear with me for just a second. Oh man. While I'm looking up this information, um, you could kind of wonder, you know, within your own culture, what do you do? Are are there certain uh, type of foods that you that that you're emotionally connected to uh, that reminds you of people, um, a very important time in their life, pivotal time in your life, in their lives? Um, that's what uh, Dia de los Muertos uh, from you know again some research that I've done um, that's what it means to uh, folks of, of that 
community or the that culture of Mexican culture. Um, but again, Pan de Muerto is called Pan de Muerto or Pan de los Muertos in Mexico, uh, and it is a type of pan dulce uh, traditionally baked in Mexico during the weeks leading up to um, Dia de los Dio Dia de ay, 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 Dia de Muertos. Uh, which is celebrated from November 1st to November 2nd. There are so many different uh, ways that you're able to um, create the bread and really it is called bread of the dead. Uh, you know, if you're familiar with uh, you know, speaking Spanish, you know what that means. Um, gosh, I, I tell you, Describing it, mm, yeah, describing it because there are certain designs, all of them mean something. And it's just, it's encouraging to, to hear it from, it's very encouraging to hear it from someone else whose life um, has been, it's been their experience. Um, even though my parents are from Central America, and maybe that's that's I did not have an opportunity to talk with my parents in depth and in detail, um, but it would be interesting to find out if there has ever been what exactly is there in my culture, immediate culture, that uh, I don't know. Is there a specific type of of dessert bread? Or, or something or how are our descendants or ancestors excuse me how are they how are they um, how are they be, how are they honored how are they I, I don't know how how to explain it uh, yeah how are they honored you know what way what things do they do to honor you know ones that have passed and you know what and then I think that again that's one of the reasons why I'm so connected to the Latin community so much because um, we're, we're so close I mean Belize is so it's in with um, you know El Salvador uh Guatemala uh <laughs> and and there they are it's it's great having uh, a live show and then of course friends showing up with food <laughs> no of course not <laughs> so thanks to Wesley <laughs> all of our fun food and dang it chat was corrupted but we'll forgive you because um we were able to pick up some breads it's not exactly what we had last night but we can still talk about it oh, she's gonna make me feel really horrible about it as as you should as you should i mean honestly i i really wish it was there was some way uh what happened i don't know i broke it <laughs> No, that's good. Is that working? No, <laughs> you're so funny. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, definitely. I'm not going to let you live it down. I know you won't. <laughs> but I love you. It's okay. 
I tell you people there, uh, if you're watching on Facebook Live, um, you'll see these wonderful uh, breads and is it still called, is it considered pan dulce? It's pan dulce. It's, um, in this case, this morning, it's pan mexicano okay. and a mix of uh, pan salvadoreño. Okay. For example, like this pudding. Oh, wow. Right here is salvadoreño. Okay. And this one is also, I don't know what they call it. Okay. Um, but in Mexico, ours has um, red cream in the middle and then white coconut sprinkles on the okay. outside. So it's a little bit different. But yeah, we yeah. indulged in the pan de muerto thanks to La Loteria. Yes. Um, La Loteria Market in Minneapolis on 4th and Lake. They were so gracious in providing us pan yes. de muerto. Um, and so we did indulge in that last night. Unfortunately, since we did have a good time eating it, um, there was we, none we left. have a different assortment. No. <laughs> exactly. I mean, oh God, trust me, when I tell you that I was, I was heartbroken, I really I had a moment of serious frantic and weakness anyway that's that's not um that's not our purpose and right no, now and it's okay <laughs> you know things like that happen and um it was horrible it was horrible yeah i think you felt more bad because the conversation and like the tasting and like the real true emotion behind what you're feeling and tasting at the moment it was yeah. was part of what was lost exactly. but um, and, and, but this is the beauty of your show, right? You're showcasing all these different things. So then right. people will be inclined to go to these different local shops and we're sharing the love. Yes. You know, La Loteria Market, um, Adriana and Esteban are awesome there. They have a entire meat market, panadero, like all their panaderia is fresh. Uh, their panadero makes everything fresh every morning. Um, they do have like catering and hot food and like market supplies. Um, so like the beauty of this is like just drawing the crowd to local places. And then, for example, this morning, um, we were able to stop at El Guanaco and pick up some assortment of breads to also showcase today and um, also, you know, share the love because they do also make some of the same things. Right. And um, their bakery is amazing. Their food is amazing. In fact, I did pre-order us lunch. So when we leave, we can pick up our food. You could. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's. The beauty of this show is the fact that you're sharing different delicacies and it gives people the opportunity to hear about it and right. want to go and try it. No, definitely. So once again, just to um, bring out La Loteria, I, mean, I didn't say La Loteria Market. La Loteria Market. <laughs> Sorry. Correct me. Yes, please. Um, they are located at 349 East Lake Street in Minneapolis, 55408. Um uh, again, know that uh, we, we, I enjoyed, and I know they did too. But I really enjoyed the, um, the pastries, the bread. Uh, I still have some left. I don't worry. I didn't <laughs> eat that. Went home with me last night. Um, but it was yes, it that emotional time. It was emotional connection of learning more about uh, the food, and we'll talk about you know. While we were having that conversation, there was other food that was also involved as well. Uh, albondigas. 
Albondigas. Uh, Mexicana. Uh, yes. So, yeah. We'll, Made uh, by a Guatemalan princess. Yeah. <laughs> My mother-in-law, she's so sweet. Exactly. She, if that's a queen, she's a queen. What she's are you talking queen. about? I know. Anyway. I got it wrong. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no. Thank you all so much for uh, just making this a better moment. Because... <laughs> Um and your willingness to uh to step in again and uh That's what friends are for Wesley. Join the, uh, you're my the brother, show live. not just my friend. <laughs> so thank you very much. Um I I wanna just kind of jump right in. I've already kind of like touched on uh um Pan de Muerto uh, very just surface level. Mm-hmm. Um I can't explain explain it the way that you all can because it is a, been a part of your life experience like you meant like we talked about last yeah. night so uh, it's it's so easy for me to just simply go to google and look up something and read something from off of um, uh, wikipedia or something yeah. like that it's like okay that's bland that's it that's just what it is lived experience. no exactly yeah. and when it comes down to talking about those stories and the lived experiences it it's better to have people here in the booth at the radio station sharing it with the community and encouraging others that have the sim- similar uh, experiences to to call in and to mm-hmm. also um, share those experiences as well so uh, I don't know. What do we? I want to say we want to start off. Where well, do we want to start? Where do we want to start over? Start, and, yeah. Um, last night, trying the pan de muerto with the actual um, replica of the shape of the body was different yes. for me. Okay. Um, our family never used that bread on our ofrendas or um, during the season, but this okay. season, it really means a lot to me. It's part of my mental wellness journey. Mm-hmm. Um, it's part of healing the grief that I go through. Okay. Um, you know, like we did talk about, like I, I have lost loved ones along the way over the years, but never the impact of losing my father. So this season really does help heal and it helps um, I go through so many different emotions and like so many different memories pop up. Like just the other day I messaged my brother and my brother is very introverted. Mm. He doesn't really reach out or talk. Um, he reaches out when he's ready and we all kind of learned how to respect him for that. Right. And, um, so we don't really bother him too much, but the other day I was just like, dude, check this photo out. And mm. I sent him a photo of my dad and I, and then I went on, Facebook and I shared it and I'm really always apprehensive of sharing my dad's photos on Facebook for the fear that one day I'm going to run out of photos. Mm. So this season really does help me deal with that part of grief that it's okay to live. It's okay to continue traditions. It's okay to allow his legacy to live on. And I think it's really important for people to um, have that experience if they've never experienced a day of the dead or Dia de los Muertos or building an ofrenda, just like indigenous people's day, like this is something that is a lifestyle, it's right. something we live through every day. Um, we celebrate it to a different level of impact or for a different um, reason on that one specific day and honoring 
our loved ones and and their souls and the life that they, the lives that they lived with us but this is not just a one day celebration right. so like we were talking about last night some people for example my mother-in-law i was having an in-depth conversation with her and i was asking her how do you guys celebrate right. dia de los muertos in guatemala and she's like Oh, we prepare everything in the morning. Mm -hmm. They make fiambre, which is like a combination of meat and vegetables, very beautifully decorated. And we'll share some photos yes. with you so you can post later. Um, but they decorate it and it does have like, um, I think the, the special ingredient that they, that they, um, highlight mm -hmm. is beets. Uh, yeah. and because the beet the juice turns the food red so it's like ground beef beets baby uh baby corn, corn. um cabbage you mentioned cabbage onions the um, egg the egg yeah boiled egg um slices and then it also has a different combination of different squashes and like zucchinis i would say like they're that's not what they call them over there there's okay. a different name for them they're ayotes yes um they're the they're the small i mean the ones that are round yes. and look like they've been smashed or something like that yeah well she does slices yeah. like thick slices mm. and it goes in there so um it does give the tray or the dish a different flavor and then they also decorate with like radishes they cut very fancy shapes mm -hmm. in the radishes and yeah, yeah it's very colorful. yes it's very colorful a lot of flowers and then they um <laughs> they actually start in the morning by preparing the fiambre and then And I don't have a translation for that in English. So sorry, I apologize. <laughs> I know, right? um, but then they also make their pan de muerto, which is also a round bread with the circle in the middle that symbolizes the skull. And of course, the tear droplets um, across the body of the bread because the round part symbolizes the body. The little round circle in the middle symbolizes the skull. And then the droplets around the bread symbolize the um, extremities or mm. bones. So um, they bake their bread fresh in the morning. They make their fiambre. They take their flowers. And then they only decorate the um, plot where their loved one is buried. And they only celebrate throughout the day. So they have lunch there. They eat throughout the day. They bring, some people bring mariachi. Some people bring, you know, other musicians Um, and enjoy the day and then at the end of the day they pack up and they just leave the decoration and the candles there there um where in my family when we before we bury someone mm -hmm. we start with the nine day uh, novenario which is a rosary prayer um and it's typically the same time so for example if everyone can show up at seven it's at seven every day nine days before okay. we actually go to the um the viewing and the funeral takes place and then for Dia de los Muertos it's nine days before Dia de los Muertos before no November 1st and the novenario starts taking place um, my mom is always super early putting her ofrenda up mm -hmm. like literally in September she's already prepping her table and in October the beginning of October her ofrenda is already laid out um, it's decorated with a lot of Um, sugar skulls and candles and photos and it just seems like every year it's a little bit different and every year there's additional things that are added mm -hmm. um, and you know obviously more photos because throughout the years more people uh, we lose more people but 
she always has a, a very elaborate setup. So it was really interesting to hear that in Guatemala, it's a little different and it's a one day thing versus like we're preparing throughout the month in my family um, for Dia de los Muertos. Mm -hmm. So it was really interesting to hear that difference. Um, also, when we were like trying to Google, because she she's like, I could show you. Let me find something on, mm -hmm. on the Internet. And she loves YouTube. Right. And we were Googling and everything was coming up from Mexico. And she's like, there's nothing from Guatemala. So our cousin, um, my husband's cousin, Laudi, she sent some photos of the different things that they that prepare. Said, so yeah. the photos you will be sharing came straight from Guatemala yesterday. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, you mentioned, or you, and probably within the community, uh, they already know or are very familiar. But if you could kind of give a, a explanation of a friend of maybe Walter, if you could, what that means. Or... Well, I mean, an ofrenda is. Uh, I mean, we talked about it yesterday, but it's um, <laughs> it's just a way of honoring. Mm -hmm. um, somebody a loved one that you lost um in the, in the most you can in the most like uh, intimate moment because there's really we talked about this yesterday but there's no right way or wrong way it's just like what are you gonna bring to the table mm -hmm. uh for your loved one you know and that's what's so special about that mm -hmm. yeah it doesn't have to be a table it can you know it can yeah. start from the ground up you can build it up as big as you want um you can decorate with papel picado mm -hmm. yeah. or um flowers typically like for us our we have an ofrenda set up on our mantle uh, on top of the chimney mm -hmm. so our mantle is up year round and you'll mm -hmm. see photos of my dad photos of henny scott rest in peace mm -hmm. um You'll see Valentine, which is my son, our son's uh, best friend mm -hmm. that passed in January. Um, and then also, you know, my, my primo hermano, Jesse, he's up there as well. So for us, it's always up. And then this time of year, we start adding different color flowers because throughout the year, I always try to keep white flowers. Mm -hmm. So when I put flowers up, it's usually white carnations because they last longer. And then for the de los Muertos, you know, when we start setting up, a, a bigger setting we add different color flowers mm -hmm. so you know marigolds and roses um are typically added mm -hmm. but um it's up year round and like i said it's a lifestyle so yeah. it, it's something that's embedded in us and it's a way for us to honor our loved ones um you can uh, typically you would see an altar either in the center of the room on a wall or in the corner but it doesn't have to be um a specific way it's just mm -hmm. basically how you choose to set it up it, yeah. yeah and so that's the importance of also having you all you know uh, another individual or person that has those life experiences and has lived it to uh, explain it um you know because once again i could <laughs> go on to google and to uh, and to wikipedia and you know read i'm gonna just read it how it is and you'll see the difference between how you all explained it you know because there's such a con uh, emotional connection mm -hmm. versus what someone is just simply describing uh, what they see you know what i mean yeah. so uh, they said wikipedia describes it as an ofrenda is a home altar with a collection of objects placed on a ritual uh, display during the annual and traditional mexican uh, the, the 
Dia de Muertos uh, celebration. And I'm going to ask you about that because I always put Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, we uh, always say Dia de los Muertos, too, because there's not just one muerto. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's multiple. Okay. So when you're setting up your table, you have different photos of different loved ones that have passed. Okay. And then you'll see an array or an assortment of different delicacies. So, you know, you wouldn't typically put like tacos or a soup until Day of the Dead, if that's really what you want to put up there that mm. your loved one really liked. But typically mm -hmm. you'll see like a glass of water. A glass of milk, bread, fruit, alcohol, um, alcohol mm -hmm. beverages, different, you know, different things. It's just really what you, your way of expressing and welcoming them by yeah. showcasing things that they would want to be welcomed with if they were visiting you in life. Mm -hmm. you and connecting to like my connection to that energy because, you know, um, their presence is, is there. Yeah. For those of you that believe in spirituality, it's no, real. Right. Like yeah. you, you really. There's yeah. there's times that you feel that connection. You know that in some way, shape, or form, they're with, they're with you. you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. In spirit, or and and you can't take that away from anyone. I mean, if you want to deny it, then that's you truly like pushing it away and not denying it. But yeah. you know that whatever that is, that something. Is yeah. that spirit of anyway? Well, yeah, <laughs> that's we'll a whole another conversation, yes, it but yes, it's it real, you exactly. know. And and I'm really glad that we're talking on this on this topic because you know with Dia de los Muertos coming up and Halloween again, it's super important to just reiterate to people that don't understand what cultural appropriation mm -hmm. is. Cultural appropriation is taking something from a culture specifically and then using it to either mock it or plagiarize it in a different mm -hmm. setting. Um, or capitalize or gain from it. Yes. So around this time, it's super important to let people know that um, our Dia de los Muertos festivities, attire, uh, makeup, all of that is very sacred. Mm -hmm. So it's not to be displayed for Halloween. Um, no matter how old you are, it's cute, it's beautiful, but we need to steer clear from disrespecting our culture, our, our culture is not a costume. Were you listening on the radio as I was saying that? Because uh, before you stepped in here, you did. I, I wasn't. I was in a hurry to get here. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm not kidding you. I I talked exactly about that. I mean, yeah. and and of course I, I mentioned about the the sugar skulls yeah. and, and everything. And I even said they're you know they're beautiful, or you know folks might think, oh, these are really ornate and and so forth, yeah. but they mean something to this culture and yeah. it's not just something that oh i'm gonna buy it because it looks pretty or whatever it is something that is considered sacred or it very is. uh you know emotional if you would and uh is part of the tradition yeah so you know. when it's a tradition when it's um something that is practiced mm. for a specific ritual or reason Genuine. um mm -hmm. then yeah you you definitely want to think about okay is this really okay for me to walk out of the house wearing am i gonna disrespect someone right you know and i get the fact that disney created a movie i get that there are different movies on the disney and pixar panel as well you know like for example i i think that the um our saudi arabian friends would probably be offended by people wearing their attire 
for Halloween too, right? Mm -hmm. I can't speak for them, but I can speak for people in my culture and what it means to us to celebrate something so sacred. And not only is is it sacred, but it deserves reverence. And that's the important Mm -hmm. piece here uh, that a lot of people don't understand because, of course, you have companies like Disney creating movies and making it fun and pretty and showcasing it in a different light. And while it's great that they're sharing, like we do want people to share in our festivities. We want people to enjoy our music, our food, our traditions, but we want them to respect it. So while a skull can be definitely... Um, it can be definitely um, used in diverse ways Mm -hmm. and it can be decorated and it can be beautiful. Like you want to steer clear of decorating it like a sugar skull for Mm -hmm. Halloween. So if it's a skull, the difference between Halloween and Dia de los Muertos is Halloween is like a scary, Mm -hmm. fun, playful kind of thing. Dia de los Muertos. Excuse me. Dia de los Muertos, we are celebrating the life of someone and it's almost like the dead mocking the living Mm. where everything is colorful, bright, vibrant flowers, designs um, that you wouldn't normally see in just the lighting of a skull. So, you know, you just kind of want to think about that when when you are planning your Halloween costumes. I did share a little bit of that on my Maddie's Crafty Hands page on Instagram and on Facebook and then also on my personal page because this is something important that because we have learned to live a capitalist life Mm -hmm. and we were raised in the educational system that we are raised in, a lot of things are kind of brought on to us and embedded in us that this is Halloween and this is how we do it in America or this is what we do. Um, And a lot of our culture and our identity has been stripped from us. So a lot of times, even myself in past years, I didn't know the difference between wearing it for Halloween or wearing it for just the traditions. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, just even myself learning more and more throughout the years and understanding what it really means to practice this tradition uh, is is so enlightening and it's like whoa I didn't know that why didn't my mom tell me that well my mom's Chicana so (laughs) she doesn't really practice all the things um, and the reasons why we do it but um, these are all just you know lived lived experiences um, traditions that are sacred and we should definitely respect it and i think that if we're not raising our voices and sharing this with people then we're doing a disservice to our own people when it comes to these things because we're not we're, we're basically allowing it mm-hmm. to happen when we don't speak up so you know if I get that you don't have to be a Facebook warrior. I'm not telling you to do that. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, just be mindful of the people that you're representing. Be mindful of what you're, what message you're trying to send when you do decide what costume you want to wear. Um, and if you do celebrate Dia de los Muertos, uh, we welcome you to celebrate it with us. We welcome you to our events. In fact, we are having an event at iRoots yep. on uh, November 1st at one from 1 to 3 at Indigenous Roots in St. Paul at 788 East 7th Street. Um, we will be celebrating Dia de los Muertos. The youth is putting together an amazing ofrenda dedicated to Vanessa Guillen. And then uh, from 3... I'm sorry, from 5 to 7, there's going to be a different ceremony over at the George Floyd 
commons as well. So um, another ceremony and different, um, I don't know if they're going to have spoken word or performance over there, but I know that they are celebrating uh, also for Dia de los Muertos in, in, in his honor or paying respects over there. So there's a couple different things going on. And then on Monday, the 2nd, uh, there's going to be an event at the Roots Cellar and then and and the end of the evening at El Burrito from 630 to 730. Um, I might have to look at the flyer again to give you the Roots Cellar exact details because I think that is in the early afternoon and then we're closing at El Burrito with some spoken word performances and let me just double check this here quick for you because yeah. I don't want to give you no wrong details. You're so funny. Yeah. So on November the 2nd from 4 to 6 at Roots Cellar. And then <laughs> and then from 6.30 to 7.30 at the El Burrito patio. Um, invite your friends. Invite your family. Um, we will try to keep it a COVID-friendly environment. No more than six people to a group. Uh, wear your masks. Um, but yeah, definitely join us. If you haven't ever been part of a Dia de los Muertos event, this will be a perfect opportunity on Sunday, November 1st. We will have a lot of different things going on. And um, it will be really interesting for people that have never participated in something like this to see what an ofrenda looks like. Right. Um, and I got to give a shout out to the local youth over here in St. Paul on the east yes. side. They are so creative. creative. Mm-hmm. They, the activism level and like seriously my hat tips to them because they're so they're involved in so many things and it just makes me so proud to know that this next generation um that we are watching grow are not taking no for an answer they're not allowing their voices to be silenced or their traditions to be yes or their traditions to be plagiarized or exploited in any way so um, I got to give a shout out to them and, and um, to everyone at Indigenous Roots for taking the lead in planning these events uh, and bringing it to the community and bringing the community together. So, yeah, if you can join there. us. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're always at the heart of the community. So if there's anything that um, <laughs> that you haven't experienced about Dia de los Muertos, you don't want to miss yeah. from one to three at iRoots on mm. November 1st. Nice. Thank you all so much for just everyone that is tuning in uh, uh, on air, um, you know, on the radio. Uh, if you're on the TuneIn app, um, again, make sure that you're checking or you're searching for WEQI. Facebook friends, thank you so much for tuning in, uh, even if it is just to say hello and to wave. I really appreciate it. Know that you can call into the show as well. So if you have... Um, a comment, a question, uh, opinion that you want to share. You know, uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be about uh, the the food that we're talking about right now. Maybe it's uh, something from your culture that you do on a special day or so or whatnot. Um, please feel free to to do that. The telephone number is six five one two hundred thirty four seventy nine. Once again, six five one two zero zero three four seven nine, and. Uh, I don't know if you could see it on Facebook or not. There's some wonderful display. I mean, the camera, <laughs> you can kind of see it, 
sort of. But you know, anyway. You, yeah, you, I can't yeah. wait to try this pudding. I know. I saw it and I'm like, oh my gosh, it looks just like a pirotada, except okay. it's like a rice pudding, and it has raisins and it's caramelized and. Um, so yeah, I can't wait to try this. But you know, we got some conchas and some little bunny ears over here. Yeah. Is that what you all call it? I'll just call it a bunny ear, oreja de conejo. That's what we always <laughs> you called it heart. <laughs> okay. See, everybody has a different way of oh connecting or different way, you know, to um, you know, a different way that they have enjoyed these pastries. So it's super yeah. important to hear from people on the other side. Like yeah. we're sharing our perspective and our, our live experiences, but we also want to hear from you guys. And exactly. we want to know, like, what are your favorite things about Dia de los Muertos? Exactly. What's your favorite dish? Like, for example, last night we had pan de muerto and we enjoyed that. But then we also got treated to a nice treat of albondigas mm. which is a meatball stew two plates or two bowls, <laughs> two bowls. sorry i'm just saying i had quite a bit i'm not even gonna lie shout That's out to awesome. y'all that are on facebook thank you so much love you all very much oh my gosh yeah the food was uh amazing yes um and yeah uh, when you have albondigas make sure that you add salsa to it Oh, and not tapatio. <laughs> and not tapatio. Not tapatio. What did Walter say? He said, "When you have homemade salsa, you, you can't be bringing no tapatio to the table. That's so disrespectful." <laughs> yes, I have learned. Uh, I mean, I, I wasn't the one that said, hey, uh, "Can I have some tapatio?" <laughs> I was. No, I, I was offered like, it, and then he was, was like, just, "Wait, lady." Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting there like, mm, uh, I, I don't know what do but I put know, in it. <laughs> some people really do like tapatio, and oh, yeah. you know. It's bomb, like you know. If, you can't, especially if it's on. You can't knock it on chicharron. On <laughs> chicharrones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was really interesting to watch Kata make everything because she did everything similar to what I do when I make it. Mm-hmm. But we have to remember, Catalina is she's Guatemala. Uh, she's Guatemalteca. Let me correct myself. Mm. She's Guatemalan. and she was married to a Mexican man. Okay, so she has a lot of. Uh, Mexican recipes like okay. she's like a walking encyclopedia for recipes <laughs> and and we were we were asking her last night also like does she think the way my grandmother thinks because my grandmother will get into in-depth conversations and talk about how the Spaniards came and took everything from the Mexica Aztec people and you know this is why our roots are so um divided and so like i don't want to say watered down but i guess that's the best way you could understand the translation Mm -hmm. because a lot of things were taken from us and from our people so a lot of the traditions a lot of recipes a lot of herbal um sacred herbs were basically stripped from our recipes so my grandmother always has this mentality of like I'm not going to tell you exactly how much I put, but I put a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and this is what makes the dish. And Gata was like, no, I never thought of it like Mm. that. I always thought of it like because we cook for so many people, we had a big family. And you make the adjustments. Yeah, you just make the adjustments for how many people you're cooking for. And that was super interesting because... I was like, what? And she said, yeah, I've never been greedy with my recipes, but this is how I cook. Mm. And this is how my mother cooked. 
and this is just how we do it and i'm like wow mm -hmm. then does that make my grandma greedy because yeah. <laughs> we aren't greedy people but i was thinking about it and i'm like well maybe their lived experience isn't like ours because like you know we are mexican Mexican-American on one side and then, you know, full-blooded Mexican on the other. Right. So it's a little bit of Chicanismo going on where we have... Really? Yeah, wow. like we have a little bit of both worlds kind of intertwined. So I was like stuck on stupid just thinking... Next time I talk to my grandma, I'm going to ask her why she's so greedy. Girl, see, uh, really? Asking that. She's going to so slap funny. me silly. What do you mean? What? Anyway. Shout out to my grandma, Nati, yeah, by the way. Exactly. <laughs> to all my folks in the IE. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah, once again, folks, please make sure. I'm just going to tell you, this show can be listened to in California. Yes. So don't let it fool you all my people in the ie uh, in la you county can, you can get online <laughs> in montana just in go tennessee to, just go to www.tunein.com uh, and search for weqy so i mean the phone lines are open uh i know that I, we've been talking and chatting and everything like that but i'm just saying that the phone lines are open so feel free to give us a phone call here if you want to share something uh it's 651-200-3479 We've been talking quite a bit and whatnot, and I swear we really just we uh, just get carried away. We, we do, get into the conversation; but I love it. it just flows. It's just the fact that you know the everything that was involved last night, you know, and how we we really sat down. I mean, even before we started the show, we were already had well starting the recording. We already had like a one hour conversation, mm -hmm. and that was even after we ate food. We were yeah. still sitting around. You know, after we ate food and talking about how good the food is, then, you know, um, Walter's mom was sitting with us and, and we were just having a conversation. And even though that I, I understood, I'd say 75% of everything that was <laughs> happening and I could not reply You didn't understand and, the other half because uh, you were too busy making noises with your mouth. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I'm just going to leave that alone. <laughs> I'm just going to say that, you know, we were still enjoying the whole moment and everything. And then it was like, oh, it's it was 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock. We should do the recording. We I should know. do the recording. I was like, dude, it's 10.03, y'all. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, let's do this <laughs> recording. Yo. It, it was really, it was just a time of being able to enjoy and just, it, yeah, I, there's just, it was just so much. And so it was, it hurt me this morning for what happened, but I'm, I'm glad that we got back together, that you all really just came out of your way and just yeah. came to support. It was very, very, um, gracious of you. So thank you all very, very much. You're welcome. Um, and you're lucky I was feeling better. So oh, <laughs> I want you to try this pudding. I, I want you to try this. You have to try it and tell your listeners what. You taste. Oh gosh! So you know what you, this, you know what this looks I'll like. I'll let to you me? get dirty. No, no, no. <laughs> I, this looks like to me. This looks like bread pudding to me. It's exactly what it looks like, and I think that's. Can I bite it? And y'all not gonna yeah, be mad. Yeah, nah. Go ahead. Okay, because okay, well, whatever. Y'all, someone needs to keep talking because you know. <laughs> so, yeah, like mm. you know, like like Wesley said exactly uh, last night. Bread pudding. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Oh my Do you God. Taste, taste the other edge where it's super caramelized and toasty? Oh, yeah, the corner right 
because oh, I, nice. I'm M- not sure. I can't G. be sure because I've never made this That's before. Part, but though. Oh, my goodness, um, Night. This is bread pudding, y'all. If I remember correctly, it does have either piloncillo mm. or what people would know here as brown sugar. Oh, MG. Um, some people in different countries also call it panocha, but I mean, I don't, did you, did we don't you, call it that. We call it piloncillo. Oh, yeah, we got two. Okay. I got one right here. Okay. Um, is this mine or that one's all yours? Okay, That's good, all you. <laughs> He's looking at Walter like I ain't sharing with you, man. No, I'm just like okay. <laughs> d- I don't know. <laughs> I'm head. just saying. <laughs> Walter's about to give you an elbow over there. <laughs> I mean, y'all. I'm telling you, if you're on Facebook, if you could look and see on Facebook yeah. right now, it looks I so try good. It. good. Try it. So I really enjoy. Is that how you get um, strawberry? Is that strawberry on that? On your oh, hand? no, that's from oh. the sugar, the red sugar on that. Because I was going to be jealous that. and be like, I want some of the strawberry. I didn't get no strawberry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be doing that, man. Yeah. My grandfather, I remember my mom telling oh, us a story that when she was younger, her and her sister were fighting over the slice mm. of watermelon. And my grandpa was like, what are you talking about over there? She's like, she got a bigger piece of watermelon than I did. And my grandfather took everybody's oh, no. watermelon away and made her sit there and eat it all. <laughs> He's like, wow. you don't act greedy. You get what you get. You don't get upset. <laughs> and that's it. And she does not like watermelon as much as anyone else because she had too much of it. Mm. Yeah, She'll still it. eat it occasionally. but mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Ask my okay. aunt Tommy. <laughs> so immediately... Admitted, oh. <clears throat> admitted. I know I'm eating right mm. now. Admittedly, it's so good. She's my family overall. Mm. Does not lie about when I'm enjoying food. I do make noises. <laughs> you do. And I, I okay, I do too. I'm like, mm, and I have no shame. I will lick my fingers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey. I I love it, and I'm not doing it to be like. Oh, why, why are you drawing so much attention mm. to yourself? When you have good food, mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's all there's. I don't. What other way can you? What other way can you express yourself without saying "yum" or "mmm" or something to that nature? Or my Oriental friends, if they're if you're eating a stew or noodle with mm-hmm. them, you have to slurp, right? It's yeah. a sign of disrespect mm. not to. So, so I call it. If I don't lick my fingers, is nothing. You're licking good. <laughs> just saying but uh, i'm not a really big fan of raisins you're not he is okay. i'm not a big fan of raisins i will have raisins in capirotada this is really good uh-huh. it doesn't really bother me but i really enjoy lot, yeah i really enjoy the caramelized um i think and i want to say this is piloncillo that they used on this but I'm not sure, but the sugar and like the cinnamon, anything with cinnamon flavors, mm. re- I really enjoy. So nice. you guys got to try this oh, stuff. Man. I'm if you want to order your pan de muerto, make sure you make your phone call and order it before it's too late. Telling um, you. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, folks. Uh, thank you all so much. We are nearing. We're at the end of the show. Actually, there's no lying on this. So we're about to get cut off, actually, because of the end go. of my music. But. Thank you all so much for tuning in online and whatnot. We love uh, you Yes, please. Until next time, peace. Peace out. Sit on down with the unbougie food day.